Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hello and welcome. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marsha Collier. And we've got a great show as always for you today on Super Bowl Sunday. Very exciting day. Uh, Rams and the Super Bowl here from Got a lot of things to talk about uh, today that are interesting. A secret button on the iPhone. I don't think it's so secret. Movie Pass coming back. <laughs> You'd be what? surprised. What? You'd be surprised at what people think is secret. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've known about it for like a year and a Wordle's Word List edited. So lots of good stuff. What's going on? Oh, man. We got a lot of. But. Let's let's just get into the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl is happening today. It's a it big deal. Do you have a ton of food? Are you having a bunch of people over? You know, not this year. You know, with everything that's gone on, we normally do. Or, or, or you know, on non-COVID years, we always have a big crowd over for Super Bowl. This year, we're just kind of laying low and uh, and not yet really I've doing never anything. been invited. Yet, never really? Once. Yeah, never. I uh, Kurt was invited all the time. He said you didn't want to come, so uh-huh. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so it's, you know, so we usually do have people over Super Bowl, but we haven't, uh, we're not doing anything this year. I'm just going to sit around. My wife's not a football fan, so I'll sit around and watch the uh, the game. I'm uh, excited about the Rams. And who are you rooting for? Ram- well, the Rams. I mean, since I've been a kid, I grew up in, in California, Los Angeles, so I've always been a Rams fan. And uh, so I'm looking forward to it. It should be a good game. They're playing the and Cincinnati And what about Bengals. the halftime show? Uh, I don't care about halftime shows. I've never been big. I mean, it's interesting this year because uh, Snoop Dogg is uh, actually headlining the show this year with a, uh, with rapping and a number yeah. of other things going on. So I, I've just, but I've just never. I don't care who it is. I'm just never really a big fan. Do you of think Super they're Bowl. stretching their audience to try and you know, hit every human who breathes on the planet? Well, I mean, I think there's some diversity that they're trying to do with the Super Bowl. That they're always it hasn't always been. So I think there's a little bit of that. And then I think they're just trying to, you know, I don't know, mix it up, I guess, a little bit this year and see. I'm more involved in the commercials, frankly, than I am in the halftime show because the commercials are always fun. Well, Uh, it's interesting because every year during the Super Bowl, the Kellogg School of Business is on Twitter. And I'm on Twitter and we tweet back and forth with a group of people. And we rate the commercials as they run on the show, which is kind of fun. And we talk about the commercials. And by the way, if anyone wants to get involved in the Kellogg Bowl, as it's hashtag Kellogg Bowl, K-E-L-L-O-G-G-B-O-W-L, just do that hashtag with your evaluation, whether you like the commercial or not. It'd be great to have some more people join us and see what's going. You know, see what people, real people, are thinking, not people who are in the business, right? Exactly. And if you want to go to the game today, Marcia, uh, best seats in the house are going for twenty to thirty thousand dollars per ticket. I think I'll watch it on my seventy-inch uh, television set from home for free. There is, there is not. I can't think of anything that I'd want to lay out that kind of money for right now. Yeah, it's just, really, you know, I mean, maybe if Jennifer Aniston were going to the game with me. I was going to sit date, next to you, right? And, and, and she, Yeah, well, yeah. And and then we went out and, you know, whatever. So, yeah, yeah maybe there and I'd spend 30 but I'm thinking, no, probably not. Really, really uh, have no interest in spending that kind of money. Well, and, in fact, I, well, I was going to say, I read an article this morning that actually seats that were the less expensive seats, which were going for around 3000 a ticket, are a little soft right now. 
So people are, I guess, balking a little bit at paying, you know, those kind of high prices for tickets. Well, I mean, 3000 f- for the worst seats. The first time I looked, you know, when I knew it was going to be at so- SoFi Stadium, people were asking $86,000 for a ticket. Oh, it was ridiculous. But, I mean, that was ridiculous. like a month ago. It was ludicrous. Right. But, you know, SoFi Stadium in itself is going to be something to see for the, for the rest oh, yeah. of the country who hasn't seen it. I haven't seen it. I'm dying to go. Have you yeah, been there I would yet? like to see it, too. No, I have not been there because I haven't been any place since it opened. But right? uh, I would like to see it. You know, I, I would definitely like to uh, see the stadium. It's supposed to be spectacular. Well, to me, a stadium is all about the food, and I haven't read enough about the food at SoFi right, Stadium. Right, exactly. Right, so it's, they better have great food. But the technology behind it, it's like 3.1 million square feet. Oh, it's That's amazing. insane. It has a 70,000 square foot video board, and they right. call it the infinity screen. Supposedly incredibly fast Wi-Fi for everyone and a massive LED canopy. So SoFi Stadium is relying solely on uh, digital displays from everything from advertising to concession stand menus. Um, it is all computer driven and the place did cost hold on to your seats 5.5 billion dollars to build yeah crazy i mean that's that's insane um hopefully we'll get to see it in the olympics because that it'll be a great place to do the Olympics. oh i would imagine fabulous uh one tip probably shouldn't sign on to wi-fi when you're in the stadium for security reasons you know I, i used to do that at the laker games i would sign on to the lakers uh website and then i thought you know, that's just kind of stupid. I'm not going to, you know, open up my phone to 70,000 people on Wi-Fi network. Who knows in there who would try to get onto your well, system? So- again, you know, my advice is always, and I've done it in China, and, and some of the Olympians have talked about doing it in China, use a VPN right. to, to stay private. If you're going yep. to use your phone because this... Uh, SoFi Stadium has next generation Wi-Fi 6, which right. is incredibly fast. And they, pro- they have more than 2,500 Wi-Fi 6 access points, which is insane. Yeah. It's the largest deployment ever in a sports venue. So, but if you plan on a log on, like Mark says, you have to use a VPN. Go out, download one before you leave the house, before you ever. And this goes for any arena. Like you said, Mark, you know, Staples Center, any of them. You go in on public Wi-Fi, you take take your life in your hands as far as privacy. Yeah. Wait, Staples so, Center, what's, what's that? Isn't, isn't that uh, crypto.com now? <laughs> yeah, sadly, no more Staples Center. Now it's Well, crypto. I understand, com. and I, I can't off the top of my head uh, tell you who exactly is going to be giving away free kip- cryptocurrency during the super bowl one of the advertisers and you have to log into their website um, during their commercial and get free crypto but the thing is do you have to have a crypto wallet do they give you a crypto wallet how how does this all go and then again you have to realize yeah it all sounds like fun and games except when you fill out your 1099 form for the government (laughs) and it has that one line in there that says do you own any cryptocurrency Exactly. Well, if if you get free cryptocurrency at the Super Bowl, you then own it and have to click that off. And I bet you that puts you on an IRS very special list that oh, you probably don't want to be on. 
I no, did probably, see no, that's one. Probably unless you don't. I did see one of the commercials, the Budweiser commercial. Oh, how is that? Oh, They're my. usually great. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! Get ready to cry. Just get yeah. ready to cry. It's fabulous, and it was directed by Oscar-winning filmmaker Chloe Zhao. So, oh, wow. yeah, I mean, they went all out. It is traditional. It isn't. Fu- it's not. You know, edgy. There's no CGI. It's just no, a it's good, wonderful. old-fashioned, beautiful commercial. So I'm going to be looking forward to that. I cry every time I see the original, the one with the dog and the horse being separated oh. and then reuniting together. Oh, my God. On, uh, my, uh, on my YouTube, if anybody goes there, Marsha Collier, I actually have a list of favorite commercials that I, I have curated off oh, of YouTube over the time. And, uh, yeah. I'd like to teach the world to sing. You know that one? The, I got them all. I got meow, meow, meow. I got, I got yeah. them all on there. <laughs> oh, well, we'll have to check out uh, Marsha's YouTube channel. Yeah. So, uh, okay, yeah. so uh, I've never even heard of this. I didn't even know they were launching a rocket. But apparently what Astra launched today out of Cape Canaveral, and it did not go well. Mm, I know. Oh, I know. It was sad. Yeah. Um, uh, they were hoping, and I don't know who Astra is. Do you, are you familiar with the company? No, I've ne- never heard of them before. Little did I know there was a company named Astra. Now, right. they launched previously out of Kodiak, Alaska, which is interesting, right? Um, the launch carried four small satellites known as CubeSats for NASA, which is part okay. of an ongoing initiative to send experimental small spacecraft into orbit from various different contenders. Everything was lost. Uh, it all, the whole thing fell apart. I mean, I, yeah, I feel sad. terrible for them. I mean, it was, they have uh, conducted previous successful launches you know, with payloads, but this one, unfortunately, did not make it. And uh, so that failure came after two earlier launch attempts that had to be delayed. So, I mean, it's it's heartbreaking. I mean, if you think sports is heartbreaking, space, the whole space race is heartbreaking too because you you worry about the weather, you worry about this, you worry about that, you worry that all the screws aren't loose, right? I mean, it's just like you never know what's going to go wrong. Hey, Joe, oh. make sure you tighten that last screw up there. You know, what take your screw? screwdriver. Is there a screw there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. By the way, wasn't Astra the name of the Jetsons' dog? That was Astro. Was... Astro. Okay, because I wonder okay. if they had gotten that name from there. That okay. would have been Astro. cool, but no. I, no. If it was my company, I would have named it after the Jetsons' yeah, exactly. dog. Yeah, exactly. For sure. No. Yeah. Well, apparently NASA's uh, also worried about SpaceX second-generation Starlink network which they are saying poses an orbital hazard. They're concerned that the proposed 30,000 satellites from SpaceX could one day cause collisions, disrupt scientific observation, and delay missions to the International Space Station. And once again, pulling this over here, how many years ago did you and I discuss this when they first started this? That this yeah. nonsense, you could see all these, you know, satellites in space. They're not big, they're not giant, but they're all tied together in a little string yeah. in the sky. Right. Um, they cause astronomers to have problems in being able to see. And if, if you have a chance to go on the internet and look at the map of the Starlink network on uh, across the Earth, 
legitimately, they're going to surround the world in like a net of satellites. Yeah, that's a I, lot I of satellites. I can't say. Did you see the picture in the article I just sent you? I uh, no, I haven't looked at it yet. Yeah, scroll down the page. I mean, it's ridiculous. They're, they're just covering the earth. And, yeah, I, I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know how it's going to make sense. I mean, when people used to be afraid and still are afraid of uh, um, radiation from 5G, never mind right. that, this is 30,000 satellites alone that are zooming around the planet. And as you said, they're attached by a piece of string. You know how we used to yeah. use those can telephones? Right. Well, it's strings. There's that's a string how they work the best, other. you know. <laughs> exactly. Well, they do. Yeah, they absolutely do that. So, yeah, that's kind of an interesting story. So uh, I guess we'll see. Uh, all right. So this this next story is for you, Marcia, because you are a wor wordly. Did I do that right? Wordle. Wordly? Wordle. 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 I can't get it right. Wordle. Okay, Wordle. Wordle. Uh, and apparently it's so popular now but now, if you, you know, I guess you type in words and it fits. And if there isn't a word that comes back, it comes back with a no, this isn't in our word list. But apparently, the New York Times has yanked a handful of gendered slurs from their internal dictionary. So here are the words bitch, whore, and sluts have been removed from the game's word list. I would assume there are a bit more that they, they haven't mentioned. Probably. Because the New York Times took it over this week. You know, they paid the the wonderful young man, Josh Wardle. His name is Wardle, and he named oh, that's the game where, Oh, Wardle. that's interesting. Didn't know that was, yeah, okay. Yeah, he per the Times purchased it from him for seven figures. And it just him. migrated to the Times website. It was actually yesterday because when I got there, it looked different. And I'm going, oh, interesting. You know, that, it, different. I don't know if, if you can still right click and download the entire game, but hey, contact me. I right clicked and put it on all my computers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you well, know, you it's know, kind of funny. No, go ahead. No, I think the, I think the Times is going to put it behind a paywall eventually. But I think if they were smart, it, it's, you know, like a nice tease because you can only play it once a day. Right. So, you know, that's a way to get a cheap way to get the New York Times name out to a new generation. Sure. You know, is if they're coming to the website once a day to play this little game, it's not like it's going to be magnetic and keep them on the website and read articles. They're just coming for the game. So I think if they're smart, they don't lock it down. But you never know. Yeah. It'll be very interesting. So you play it every day. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. I love it. And if and remember, if you get stuck, Newsweek, you just Google Newsweek Wordle Hint, and they yeah. will have a hint for the day's game. But, by the way, just in case, Mark, you want a, a Wordle game you might enjoy more, there's a game yeah. called Loodle. Loodle, okay. L-E-W-D-L-E. Which ha is Wordle, but a little spicier. You know, the word of yep. the day once was prick. Um, oh, nice. Boobs are yeah. It's 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 got it's got some words that that you might enjoy. So it's called uh, Ludle, L E W D L E. Funny. And yeah, you can find that on. You can find anything on the internet. Well, you can. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of uh, anything that makes me work very hard. You know, which is why I was such a uh, stuck on Candy Crush and stupid games where you don't have to really think. You just have to be reasonably okay with logic and 
you know. Mark, Mark, so, Mark, yeah. kind of the older you get, the more you have to think. You, huh? You, ha- you have to. Oh. It's right. important for your brain. Interesting. Yeah. I, yeah, uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You have yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, all right. So hackers apparently rigged hundreds of e-commerce sites to steal payment info. That's not it, so good. Well, I've always recommended that people use PayPal, not because I love PayPal. I, really, mm-hmm. I have no stock in PayPal. I've known about the company since day one. I do know what privacy measures they take, and they do take a lot of privacy measures. Yeah, I use them all the time. When you use PayPal to pay for anything, as a matter of fact, I even set my contractor up on PayPal so I could pay him via credit card. Right, right. You know, and I didn't have to write a check. Really? Write a check? What, yeah. What era How are often you do you living? do that anymore? Exactly. Like twice. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, every, you I, know. Yeah. But the point is, you put your credit card into an e commerce site, and you maybe, this was really weird. They installed a software that's basically a credit card skimmer on over 500 websites. And that's nothing to sneeze at. Now I feel a little weird because um, my husband gave me something a while ago that he wanted for Valentine's Day. And I ordered it, and it's not here yet. Oh. And and I think I put my credit card on the website. Oh. I'm a, inside, I'm freaking, freaking out for two reasons. Freaking out is if it's one of these. Yeah, but you figure you get it from your spouse or somebody. You know what I'm saying? You like think it's going to be maybe good. They looked at the website. They know it's okay, right? I didn't figure I had to. But it seems that the only thing that will protect you from this is malware bytes, which is something I've been talking about for right. probably decades. And that software, if you have it on your computer, examines in real time the JavaScript that's being served on a visited website. So it will stop anything from any credit card skimmer taking your information. Because By the way, your credit—I was going to say your credit card does work because after you did that, I found it on the net, and I've been buying <laughs> my wife all kinds of Valentine stuff. So thank you for that. Great. So tell, give me a little advice here. What do I do? This is the gifts. I'm—I figure I'm going to print out a picture of the order and put it in a box. What do I do? <laughs> I, no, yeah, that's about the only thing you can do. Yeah, uh, just show, and it's going to show up one day. And, you know, it's been delayed three months. And then, you know, you don't even have to get it at all because someone will forget about it after that. But, I so mean, you just, they yeah, don't even answer email. It's just, no. it's, it's terrible. Right. I mean, how can people run a business this way in this world that we live in? I don't and know. And you I'm, hear that a lot. A lot yep. of companies just don't. I mean, you run a customer service chat, so you know how mm-hmm. terrible customer service can be. So It has uh, yeah, gotten but, worse, have you noticed? gotten worse and worse and worse and the wait times on phones oh my god um i'm excuse me for saying that but i won't mention the name you know bees deli you know the one yeah, that's out sure. near the your bakery off? yeah there's one uh, no the deli i'm not giving the full name get it wink oh. wink uh okay. the deli so i called them last night and i ordered something that's been on the menu since they printed menus the first time and <laughs> 19 whatever and the young woman told me 
oh, you mean this? I said, no, I mean that. She says, well, that's not on our menu. I said, I've been ordering it for the past 20 years from you. <laughs> My family eats it all the time. And she started giving me lip. Like, really? We don't have, yeah. She said, what do you want from me? It's not on my menu. What am I supposed to do? Well, I told my daughter, and my daughter is tiger baby, as I call her. She <laughs> calls She calls up, and she speaks to the manager. And, of course, he knew what it was. And, of course, they had it. And, of course, we could order it. And we went to pick it up. And what a shame. I mean, I spoke to two people at that restaurant who were just saying, oh, we don't have that. Or, no, it's not on our menu. It's... Oh, do you want the catering department? No, I want to place the order to pick this up. (laughs) This isn't, by the way, black pastrami, is it? Uh, It's the place where black pastrami is famous, yeah. Okay, I was going to say, because this particular place you're talking about is famous for their black pastrami. Yeah, which is just spicy pastrami. And we, just so you know, we are having the uh, brunch after the wedding there. So that's nice. The one in Westlake, so that'll be nice. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. customer service has just gone down the toilet. Well, and when they is. argue with you on the phone, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a problem. I'm sorry the, to hear that problem, and it happens way, way too often. I just and, had, you know, the you know, thing was, when I walked in, the manager knew me because we've been there for ages. You know, right, yeah, customers. Well, yeah, I've gone to that place for a long time, too. I just I had a weird experience. I was looking for uh, some delivery, food delivery, and there's a local restaurant, a Cajun restaurant. It's been here like 30 years. It's called Les Sisters, and it's very well-known yeah, in, in the area. Sure. You've been there? Okay, and they've got great Cajun food. And then on the Uber app, the Uber Eats app, I was looking for a place, and this name comes up, Mama's Southern Kitchen. And I go, what is that? And it tells me it's on. Uh, you know, the street uh, in uh, my neighborhood. And I look and I go, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense. And then I Google the address and it's the same address, exactly the same address as the sisters. So I called them up. I said, excuse me, maybe this is a dumb question, but what's Big Mama's blah, blah, blah. She goes, oh, we ghost kitchen for them. We actually make their food and they take it out for delivery. So if you don't know what a ghost kitchen is, it's a place that you right. go to that you can't actually go to the restaurant itself and sit down and eat. They can only have delivery there. And it was the weirdest thing. And I said, well, why would I ever want to do that? And she said, well, they have a couple of items that are different than ours. But that was my first experience with, with having mm-hmm. this odd circumstance. Yeah. So Ghost kitchens kind of actually is a very good business for anybody out there who's thinking of buying or starting a business. Mm -hmm. If you have cooking abilities or anything, you buy a warehouse of any size, put a kitchen in there, make a contract with different restaurants, because I am convinced that takeout is going to be the future. There are going to be a lot less people sitting in restaurants. Yep. And because people have basically stopped drinking, they don't drink as much as they used to either. And food will be delivered. And if you own a ghost kitchen, you can contract with all these different restaurants and make their food. This yeah, it's a like, very interesting way to do. Speaking of the pandemic, speaking of the pandemic, I had to COVID, tell you right, this. Yeah. Um, okay, the, so they say there's no COVID uh, digital thinger that anybody has. But a lot of states have something that you can download to your phone. 
And yeah, you don't have to put it in your Apple wallet or your Google wallet. You could just make a screenshot and keep it in your photos. You right. don't have to share it with anybody. You can even, you know, make an attachment on an email that you can search the email for. It's ridiculous. You don't have to put it in a wallet. Because once you put it in a wallet, you're sharing the information with the manufacturer of that software. That said, a lot of states, and especially California, and I have noticed it myself, that the QR code on my vaccination um, card, digital card, doesn't work. And every time I try to scan it, it doesn't go anywhere. And it basically fails. And I asked somebody else about theirs, and the same thing happened to them. So you're so, scanning it where that it's not working? Where would you go uh, to scan, scan it? Scan your- it with a different phone. Oh, I see. Okay. You know, okay. So this is the answer for everybody. You can't. <laughs> oh, well, that there we go. Q- that QR code is included in a smart health card. And you'll see somewhere on the thing you downloaded or screenshot that says smart health card. It seems you have to have a smart health card scanner, right, to be able oh. to read it. And that is an extra step. Bravo to whoever decided to use this, you know, that nobody can just scan it and find out your health information, but that you have to have a smart health card scanner to be able to read them. Interesting. Okay. Well, good to know. Um, Yeah, it's it's safety. Yeah. Uh, here's some tips for you for your cell phone use. We all use cell phones, and we probably don't do some of the things we should do to make sure that you're getting the best performance and the things out of your cell phone. I, people go on Amazon all the time, and they need charging cables. We all need charging cables. And Apple now doesn't give you a charging cable anymore with your phone when you buy it, which I think is completely absurd, but that's their new thing. So make sure you <laughs> – it's crazy, right? Make sure that you actually get – Good charging cables for your phone. Don't I mean, buy the Mark, ones that I can you almost saw. get that they're not giving you the block, you know, the plug right. block. Right, but yeah. But a cable, for God's yeah. sakes, really. I mean, it really is. It's really getting stupid. It weighs nothing. Well, exactly. But you you want to make sure you get a better, you know, suspend if it's, you know, don't buy the one that's a buck because it's probably could, in fact, damage your phone. You get uh, what could you have pay fire. for. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's fire risk with those things. So make sure you buy a, a really good cable. You know, I, I used to be, as Marsha, you know, I used to be really big on cases. And I still have a case on my phone because I do drop my phone and so it, for protection purposes. But I stopped doing the fashion things because I finally decided, wait a minute, I'm spending all no, this why? money on an iPhone to see oh, the I, pretty I have color. To tell you, I have to tell you something funny about cases. The OnePlus 9 Pro, um, OnePlus makes a case made of Kevlar. Oh, now, isn't cool. like Kevlar bulletproof or something? It, it I mean, is. That's what, yeah, right? that's what Bulletproof so Vester made out of. The case is made of Kevlar. Cool. And I think, well, right, I look at my phone and say, whoa, this is high tech. <laughs> I'm James <Yeah>. Bond. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. I, you know, and it's so if, if you're ever in a gunfight, hold it mm-hmm. in front of your chest. I, I had I a plan on it. Yeah. I, you know, I have an old friend. I never forgot this. He told me he was an actor. And for some reason, he somehow he got into some kind of shooting. And the one thing he said to me is, God forbid you're ever near flying bullets, put your two hands over your heart. Because if you get hit there, 
it, it, I guess your hands defer the bullet or something. So I always kind of remember that. So now you got a Kevlar thing, you just hold it over your heart. So uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I, I was blown away when I heard it was made of Kevlar. That's uh, yeah, that sorry. is really pretty cool. Uh, bear in mind uh, on how you charge, and we've talked about charging your phones all the time. But phone batteries do degrade after a couple of years, and your max battery life won't be as high when you first got it. So you should uh, always. Uh, just, you know, you don't want to full it up all the way. You don't want to go to 100 degrees, uh, and you don't want it to go to zero on the downside. So, you know, you basically want to keep it between 20 and probably 80% charged. Uh, and keeping it above 30 or so, uh, letting it discharge occasionally is the right way to handle your battery charge. And I have and to throw in on. something here. You, you know, there was the myth also about putting it in the freezer. Right. Um, as someone who has been in minus 40 degrees... And that's Fahrenheit um, mm-hmm. in the Arctic. Your my phone to get, and I'm trying to take pictures of the aurora borealis. Right now, it's bad enough they have special gloves where you can peek the tip of your finger out to take pictures. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> really, it's a special glove for photography, right. and so I'm. But my camera wouldn't work because it was so cold. Uh, basically, it puts the battery in a stasis. And it will not discharge, and your phone will not work as long as it's that cold. So if you're in a very cold situation, take your phone out and put it next to your skin. Put it under your arm. Put it in the crook of your arm. You right. have to warm it up before it's going to work. And, and this, I have since found, many other devices, small devices that have lithium batteries, if you're in really cold weather, the battery will not be as strong. You know, you can say, oh, I just put new batteries in or I just right. charged it. It won't work. And literally when I was up in the Arctic, you could see the battery charge go up on the phone as I warmed huh. it up, which was really weird. Yeah, that is. Yeah, they conversely- just don't work in the cold. Have you ever had a phone tell you it's too hot to turn on? Because I've had no. that happen. Yeah, <laughs> the temperature was way too hot, and it wouldn't. It had to cool down before the uh, phone would actually turn on. I've seen that only a couple of times have I seen that happen. But wow. I actually have had that on the hot side, so that's interesting. Uh, if you take a lot of uh, selfies in the pool, be careful, because even though a device says they're waterproof, they may not be as waterproof as you like them to be. So if you get a lot of water damage on your phone, it's possible that you could d- damage your phone by you being know, too much. You know, I never thought of doing that. Did you ever really yeah. think of taking no. selfies underwater? No. I, uh, you know, there's some things in life. You know, maybe I'm missing it all. I'll try it this summer with, <laughs> with an older right. phone that's IP68 rated. But Yeah, it would be funny just to see if that works. And lastly, uh, make sure that you do do security patch updates that come on your phones. They're very important. And if you don't, as much as it's a pain, and you know, most people look at the updates and go, "Ooh, what's cool? Am I going to get a new emoji?" No, oh, it's, it's just nothing. a patch. It's, it's nothing. nothing. Do it anyway. Yeah. Update your phone. So uh, there's some tips for you on uh, how to make sure that your phone functions at the absolute best rate. So uh, and, that's that's and, a good idea. And the, and then another thing, when you're charging your phone, instead of plugging it in all night because you don't have to, and if you use a cheap cable like Mark was referring to, you know that's sitting there overnight. You never know the quality of the cable on a cheap cable. What right. if it starts heating up? I know sometimes then when my phones are charging, they warm up. I mean, right. definitely that happens, especially if you're on a super fast charger. So I just give my phones like a, a little boost in the morning and a little boost in the afternoon, and that's all I need. 
And I right, keep exactly. you know, keep the phones under 80 always because yeah. I carry there two phones. So, uh, yeah, you okay, don't have to be charging it to the max anymore. No, you definitely do not. Uh, okay, so you had some tips on Google messaging. Well, <laughs> as a matter of fact, I just closed the window when we do the show. But if you'd like, if you're working on your laptop or a large tablet, the will next week we can talk about the large new Samsung tablets. Have you seen them, Mark? No. How, t- how large are they? Uh, a little bit larger than the iPad Pro. Oh, well, that's 12.9 is the iPad Pro, so. And they all get a stylus included. And one cool. of the cool things that I did see, and we're really not talking about this, but I thought it was so cool, is the app is like a palette, you know, like a painter's palette. And you can pick the color you want to use off your app and go to the tablet and paint with it. I, oh, I think nice. that's way, way super cool. But anyway, back yeah. to Google Messages. Um, so if you want to do your messages rather than picking up your phone every time your kid has something to say to you, right? Don't they Don't they always text you at the wrong time? Always. And, yeah, exactly. and kids, I'm sure, you know, you feel the same way about when we text you. Right. You know, I get it. Uh, right? Mom totally. again. Yeah, right? Yeah, I got one of those this morning. Um, if you go to messages.google.com slash web, uh, your uh, computer will recognize or your tablet will recognize what you're trying to do, but you have to have your phone near you. And then it will put up a QR code for you to pair it. So you just go to your phone and you scan the QR code, you just press the three button menu in the top right of your Google Messages screen, tap device pairing and tap the QR code scanner, scan the QR code on the monitor, and you will have a window that forevermore, as long as you set it to be forevermore, will receive all your texts. Cool. uh, Yeah, I I love texting on my computer. Yeah. Also, RCS features. Now, Apple people are very familiar with these, but these not only have extra security features, but they have typing indicators, read receipts, and it'll only work if the other phone has RCS installed. Unfortunately, iMessage is not playing, even though it is RCS. They lock it. I don't know why they can't talk to each other. It sounds like baby stuff to me, really. But anyway, if you have somebody that has another Android, tap the three-button menu on the top right of your messages screen, tap settings, tap chat features, and toggle enable chat features to switch it on. Do that, and it'll make your experience a whole lot better. You'll have to verify your number, blah, 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 but you know what to do. And also, last thing, you can schedule your messages to send later, which I love. Can you do that on Apple, too? You know, I've never tried it. I suspect you can, but I've never actually tried it. Okay, so the deal is you just type your message into the text box. Tap and hold the send button. If you just tap it, it's going to send it, right? So if you hold the send button, um, a little thing pops up, a little window, that gives you the chance to tap a pre-selected date and time uh, or put in your own time, whatever, Tap that, and when that closes, you'll see scheduled to send on such and such a date. So I, I think that's really cool. Very cool. 
Uh, all right, it is now the time of the show where we search the universe, the planets, and today, Amazon for the buy of the week. Thanks, Paul. Okay, so uh, they have got the Kindle white paper, which is a very nice little device. It allows you to download all kinds of books and magazines and you know everything else that you might want to download with it. This particular one comes with a 32-gig storage place. It has a uh, single charge via USB-C charger. It's got an adjustable screen that comes with a, a warm light and auto-adjusting front light. Uh, you can put t thousands of titles and books of audiobooks and things like that. Uh, you can go hands-free with it. You can pair it with an Audible subscription, which I'm a big fan of Audible, love Audible, uh, or with Bluetooth headphones and speakers to listen to the different stories. So it's just a really nice device. It's got, uh, on Amazon, it's got 1,770 ratings, of which 4.5 stars, which is very, very good. It comes, it says it's climate pledge friendly. I'm not sure what climate climate pledge friendly is, but I'm sure it's something ecologically important. Uh, and even they give you a 20% rebate if you trade in a previous Kindle. So again, this is available on Amazon. It's the Kindle Paperwhite Signature Edition, 32 gigabytes. Comes with a 6.8 inch display, wire, wireless charging, and again, auto uh, adjust front lights without any kinds of ads. And you can get it today. It's normally $189.99, available on Amazon for $144.99. rather So $144.99. And save another $28 if you trade one, you know, an old Kindle in with that. And that is our buy of the week. So I got to ask you, have you ever, I mean, we both had Kindles. And yes. we've been together that many years that we both yeah, had exactly. the first Kindle, right? Yeah. Well, the first one was, you, what, was on a tablet, right, where you, we chiseled you know, out I still have words. it. I still yeah, have yeah. it. Yeah. But it had free Wi-Fi, remember? Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, it had free Wi-Fi. It was very cool. Have you had any desire to get a Kindle after that? I have not. I, You know, it, sadly, I was a when I was a kid, and, and not even a kid, as an adult, I was a huge reader. I read all the time. Then I started, I found Audible, so I started to download books and listen to them on my way to work, back and forth to work. Now, of course, the last two years where I haven't, you know, been going into work very often, I don't even do that anymore. Uh, my favorite last book was our dear friend Cassandra Peterson, uh, who, of course, Elvira, who's book came out and that one I just finished that's the first book I've actually read in a long time so you no gotta I don't start I reading either. seriously keep the brain active here Mark we got to keep the yeah. brain active as no, I said honestly, before huh yeah I went back to reading books I subscribe believe it or not um to the Wall Street Journal online and with my subscription I get a Saturday paper yeah and it's the weekend edition of the Wall Street Journal and I find by reading that piece of paper I sit outside, lovely weather, the whole thing, and I read stories that I normally wouldn't have read, right? Because right? I don't see them on the internet. Because you only right. see what you know, what's gonna, what Google or Apple think you want to see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I just want to mention I'm going to be hosting uh, Douglas Brinkley who is the American author, presidential historian, has like 840 best-selling books and author about multiple presidents. I'm going to be hosting him at uh, Distinguished Speakers last night, so I'm going to be actually out in public, which is something I don't get to do very often anymore. So looking forward to that. And if well, you want I'd, information, 
I'm sorry, yeah, just, go uh, just go to distinguishedspeakerseries.com. And I just wanted to announce really quick that midweek next week, I will be doing a DXS seminar. It's all about the future of work. We did a beautiful one a few a few days before uh, last week, and it was very successful. And we had uh, one of the executives from Morgan Stanley doing the keynote, and they're free. I'll be tweeting about it on my Twitter account, so please look. I'll be nice. posting a video, too. This is free, and you get free lunch. They give you a Uber nice. Eats chit for 15 bucks. That's oh, only fun. good on the That's only good on the day. So I, I think that's nice. very cute. So give us the very information good. again. Where we get to it how? Uh, just look for DXS, hashtag DXS. Okay. And that will be on my Twitter account, and I will have a link where you can sign up, and it's free. And when you can learn stuff for free, what the hey? I mean, Absolutely. it's free. <laughs> yeah, no, that's There are cool. free things these days. So yeah, remember, exactly. it's our favorite four-letter word. <laughs> exactly. Well, we're, again, almost out of time. Should we skip ahead a little bit to movie movie news? You bet. You bet. You bet. Uh, we, we might remember MoviePass, which is that company. Yeah, your that old went, buddy MoviePass. Yeah. They're I mean, back. I, I, I actually never used it, you know, even when it was around, but it was 10, I think it was 10 bucks a month for unlimited movies. Didn't seem to me like at the time we talked about this, it was a very good model. I mean, how do you make, you know, as a company, make money when you're giving away movies for 10 bucks a month? But they went bankrupt, of course. Well, they are relaunching MoviePass. Uh, the original founder acquired the company out of bankruptcy. I wonder if he got his money out before they went bankrupt. Uh, and they're rebuilding the app. No details really yet about how it's going to work, but that's coming, and we'll see what their latest you know, configuration of how you use it and how much it's going to cost and how many movies you get. But uh, you know, they're also trying to get people back into the theaters, which still hasn't been, I think, with great success. But we'll see. So what are you watching now? Um, God, Olympics. It's been Olympics 24-7. They're over um, Sunday, right? No, they're over on the 20th. Oh, oh, goes on. okay, so into the next week. But what was really cool was I went to the Team USA store during the opening ceremonies, and I was able to buy some of that really cool Ralph Lauren Olympics gear. Oh, So I, I got my first $170 sweatshirt. <laughs> That's funny. Those yeah, are but, you fun. know, but you know they have—they're the originals. They're the ones that the team wears, and it's very cool, very, very, very I, cool. I went to the uh, '92 Olympics. I think it was '92 in Barcelona, and the big deal in those days, and probably still is, it was pin trading. The pins. So you got yes. to take, yeah, got your pins. And I was in a store, and there was Shannon Miller, who was the—I think—a gold medal winner of the Olympics, and she and I traded pins. I gave her cool. my company pin, and she gave me one of her Olympic pins, and I still have it to this day, so that, that was very cool. Um, yeah, you know, she, you know I, I wonder about what's going to happen to all this cool shit we collected over the years when we die. Our kids yeah, are going to, exactly. like, shovel it off to the so the It's going to go to the trash heap. Yeah, no right? question about it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> some of the streaming stuff that's out now, uh, I have absolutely no desire to see this, but Pam and Tommy... The True Life Tale of Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson. I could not care less care about less. that story. Now, uh, now Pamela Anderson and I, Assange, I'd be Julian Assange. I'd be more yeah. interested in watching that. Right. Yeah. 
then Tommy uh, Lee. I could care Yeah, less. no interest whatsoever. I will tell you that I watched uh, the, one of the more streaming ones on uh, Prime is Reacher. Love the show. They renewed really? Reacher. Yeah, after two days, they renewed it for a second season. That never happens on these streaming services. It's usually months before you know if there's a second season. And this guy is a real kick-ass. Reacher was a, is a series of very popular novels played by Tom Cruise in the movies. And there was always a gripe of it. Even though Cruise is a great actor, he's tiny. He's a little guy. And Jack Reacher is this gigantic man in the books. So people kind of complain, well, this guy is real kick-ass. So if you want to see a fun thing, and then the last one, this was this is a lot of fun. The woman in the window across the street from the girl in the window. This is with Kristen Bell, and it's a spoof on rear window and that kind of stuff. She was great in it, and it's really, really a lot of fun. So uh, that that's streaming. Uh, anything you're watching or seeing? Nope, nope, nope. Uh, we're going to watch the Super Bowl tomorrow. Probably going to watch some movies. That's about it. But the Super Bowl is going to be a big thing. Not tomorrow, today, because... The show's out today. Well, I'm not thinking thinking well here. Uh, And one last one, uh, Home Team, which is Kevin Jane, plays the true, uh, kind of the true story of Sean Payton, the uh, football coach uh, who got fired from the league for a while. So that was a fun one. Okay, Uh, and please join me at the Digital Experience Summit, hashtag DXS. I promise you it's going to be great, and it's free. So say goodbye, Mark. Uh, Well, goodbye. Thank you for joining us. Go Rams, and we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen saying, have a great week in tech. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.